0: If anyone has ever told you or even just made you think, maybe they didn't tell you directly, but maybe even just made you think that a virtuous godly woman is not an absolute boss, they left out some really important information, and that's what I want to cover today. We're going to dive into five things church forgot to teach us about virtuous women. Now, I want to preface that by saying, when I say church, I don't necessarily mean your church. Your church, and I don't even mean like your pastor. When I say church, I mean like... General, like body of believers, Christian community, corporate church. Okay. I don't mean like your pastor. This maybe isn't even really your pastor's job. And I think some people may argue that, like, is that really the church's job? Well, yeah. If women are being trained on what it means to be a godly woman and how they can, you know, be a godly woman and what that looks like lived out, it's important that we have the full, all of the information, not just cherry picked information. And unfortunately, I think a lot of women. Who either grew up in church or are part of church or, you know, just are a believer in general, believers in general, women in general. I think so many feel funny about money or feel uh kind of like a shame or bashful for being savvy or strategic or say, like selling things or anything like that, or even for taking care of themselves. Like there's just a lot of half truths because of the message of the importance of service and generosity and faithfulness and things like that that I think sometimes maybe even accidentally some of these important other traits and disciplines get left out when the, when the godly woman is described or when we think of her. And so I want to dive into what are some of the other traits that maybe weren't quite so emphasized or as obvious to us when we were, you know, maybe studying this or learning about this as kids or learning about it for the first time and learning to, um, make sure that it, it takes root because it's just as important as the other character traits that we're more familiar with. So we're going to dive into five things the church forgot to teach us about virtuous women, whether your church did or not, or your community did or not. I think these are important for us as women who are looking to you know, be good stewards and grow and live a godly life. Like, Let's understand what this looks like in its full context. Cool? All right, let's dig into it.
1: You're listening to She with Jordan Lee Dooley, a personal development podcast for the everyday woman. Come invited, leave ignited. Here's your host, Jordan Lee Dooley.
0: All right. So let's just dig right into this. I don't want to take too much time. This is going to be short and sweet, like I said, but I want to unpack this for you. These five character traits that are important for you to know and the scripture that backs them up. So let's start with the first character trait, which is virtuous women are resourceful. They're willing to go the extra mile to provide the best value. So this comes from Proverbs 31, 14. Part of the description of a virtuous woman. And that verse says, she is like the merchant ships bringing her food from afar. Now, various different studies I've, you know, done on this passage pretty much all just point to her resourcefulness. You know, she's literally being compared to a merchant ship, which is something that like brings resources, goods, uh, food, you know, from different lands, from different places, different areas. And so it always challenges me to think like, okay, what does this look like in my life? Like, obviously I don't need to like go across the ocean or drive, you know, hours to go find, you know, valuable food or whatever valuable resources but how can i be resourceful in my life how can i be a good steward how can i seek out the best value how can i go the extra mile to make sure i'm providing the best value for my family for my my health for my health and well-being like what does that look like and so that would be what i encourage you to think about too just because her resourcefulness isn't something that we often focus on. We often focus on how she, you know, honors her husband or how she opens her arms to the needy. And that's all wonderful and great things. But she's also really resourceful. And that comes up in the next couple character traits that I'm going to touch on too. So that's something important to know. Okay. Next character trait is that virtuous women, women are strategic investors. So if you look at verse 31, 16, Proverbs 31, 16, it says she considers a field and buys it out of her earnings. She plants a vineyard. So this is really fascinating because she essentially, if you, if you think about it, this in like modern day, this would be like, okay, I'm going to invest in real estate and out of my profit, from that investment. I'm going to go put that into something else that will make me money, whether that's the stock market or a small business or something else that will yield a harvest, right? That will bear fruit, that will not only, I mean, in this case, it would be a vineyard bears like literal fruit, but the idea is that it grows her wealth, it grows her assets, right, for her family. And so when it says she considers a field and buys it, out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard It's interesting to me because I think, well, then if you look at the next character trait, it says they're not afraid. The next character trait um, of a virtuous woman is that they're not afraid to make a profit and build wealth for their household. And if you look at verse uh, verse 18, it says she sees that her trading is profitable. Okay. So like those 16 and 18 really go hand in hand together that she considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. So she invests in real estate. She then turns it around, makes a profit, and then plants a vineyard, which will then also yield a profit. And she sees that her trading, her work in the marketplace is profitable. Okay, So this is important because I think so often we just kind of assume like profit or being a strategic, financially savvy woman, especially as a believer, can be Greedy can be, you know, kind of sketchy or not sketchy with the word. Um, oh gosh, now I'm losing my word. <laughs> sketchy isn't the right word, um, but kind of greedy, right? And slimy, slimy is the word, but if it's done with integrity and it's done wisely, it's very biblical. And I think that's important to note. So those are the first three character traits that I think so often we don't hear about as much. Um, the next character trait is that virtuous women are hard workers And I think sometimes if you just read Proverbs 31 as a whole, it's like, oh, my gosh, this woman does it all. Like, how am I supposed to be like that? I don't think that's entirely what I don't think that's what we should take away from it. I don't think that's the point of the message. And it doesn't say anywhere anywhere in here that she's doing all of this at the same time. Like these are just like her approach to work. Right. So she might not be, you know, planting a vineyard and selecting wool and flax. Like it says in verse 13, it's in verse 13. It says she selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. And then, you know, a few verses later says so she considers a field and buys it out of her earnings. She plants a vineyard. How are we to know when those things happen? Like those could have been 10 years apart. It's just pointing out different. And, and again, like we, we may not do all of those things at once, but it's pointing out different traits and different ways that she works and the ways that she's resourceful and the way that she, you know, provides and the way that she's active in her community and in her marketplace and, and in the marketplace. And so you know, I think it's more look at the approach that this woman has. Look at the character traits of these specific activities. It's not saying do all of these things at one time, right? She honors her husband. She's full of confidence. She is resourceful in how she, you know, she's willing to make a profit. She's a savvy investor. Like these are character traits that we can learn to adopt. And if they don't come naturally to us that we should try to be mentored in or learn from others, you know, how to do these things. So all of that said, or how to grow these, these traits and these skills and knowledge in ourselves. Okay. So next character trait, virtuous women are hard workers. So if you look at verse uh, 13, I had just mentioned that, but if you look at verse 13, it says she selects wool and flax and she works with eager hands. And then it also says in verse 15, she gets up while it is yet night. She provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. So this really shows work ethic and commitment. And then also verse 17, she sets about her work vigorously and I think there might've been one other one. But my point is there's various different um, verses in this passage that point to her work ethic and her dedication and her commitment to providing for her family, to being resourceful, to making things the best of the best that she possibly can. Another thing to note too, even just with her work ethic and how she was a strategic savvy investor is in verse 24, or actually, yeah, verse verse 22 and 24 in verse 22 it says she is clothed with fine linen and purple just to point out that's not cheap like she doesn't have like a poverty mentality to where she's like oh i can't have anything nice so that's just important to know like those are fine linens like it literally says fine linen like not poor quality okay so it's like okay resourceful profitable strategic investor financially wise and builds wealth for her household and her her own clothing like represent that. I'm not saying you need to go go out and buy like a Gucci bag or something to be a virtuous woman. My point is like virtuous women have like a wealth mentality and it's okay. With two little kids, I do most of my shopping online now, but it can be so hard to shop for things like clothes online because I never know if I'm getting good quality until it arrives. The game changer, upgrading to high quality, affordable pieces from Quince. Now I have luxury essentials that transition from one occasion to the next, and I stayed on budget. Quince has so many options to choose from, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14-karat gold jewelry. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. One of my favorite items from Quince is the silk pajamas I got. They are so high quality, a luxury pajamas, but not at a luxury price tag. And I just feel like they don't even compare to some of the other pajamas that I have bought online or that I've bought um, just at various different stores. And like, these are incredible. <laughs> indulge in affordable luxury by going to quince.com slash she for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns that's q u i n c e.com slash she to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash she you can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with xfinity mobile It beats making money as a human cannonball now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash she for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash she. Thrivemarket.com slash she. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at t
1: network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Um, and then in verse
0: 24... It says she makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. So again, you know, it's like that's highlighting her work ethic and her savviness and her resourcefulness. So there's like three or four, I guess, character traits that all kind of Point to the same thing, which is interesting, and that's kind of the the basis of what I'm trying to get to. Is like I just feel like these aren't talked about enough in terms of like what makes a godly woman. So that's why we're talking about it. All right. Lastly, the fifth character trait that I want to make sure you know about is that virtuous women take good care of themselves. They do. They take care of everyone else. Like you can see clearly, she's. It points out if you read this verse from or this passage from verse ten to thirty one, you will see that she really is intentional is a good word about honoring her husband, bringing him honor, pr- providing for her family and for her sermon- her servants. And she gets, she's, you know, gives her community and all of those things. But she also takes good care of herself, body, mind, and spirit. So if you look at verse 22, she makes coverings for her bed and she's clothed with fine linen and purple. Okay. So that's one thing to note, like what I just said about how not only does she have a wealth mentality, but she like, she dresses nicely. She takes good care of herself and cares for her appearance. Not in a vain way. It even says later, charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting. So not in a vain way, but she just takes care of what she's been given. And then again, in verse 17, a little bit earlier, it says that her arms are strong for her tasks. So, you know, it's like she's taking care of herself and her household and her community, right? She's, she's not like neglecting herself in the process of taking care of her children and her husband and her community and all of that. She's strengthening her arms. She's, you know, clothing herself in in nice clothing and, you know, that's important. And that's not to say you need to have the most expensive fancy clothing. It's just a physical representation of a character trait that she's not neglecting herself in the process. She's making sure that she is strong, that she is taken care of as she is taking care of those around her, as she is providing for those around her, as she is serving those around her, as she is honoring those around her. And so that way she's able... I mean, my interpretation of this is like she's then able to actually care for others around her well. So I think that's just a good reminder because I think we sometimes think it's holy to like completely neglect our own health and well-being in in, in the name of service. And all that really does is make us unhealthy, right? All that really does is wear us out and then we... Can't get up early and care for our people or, you know, trade strategically in the marketplace, or, you know, give generously and cheerfully. So those are just things to take note of. So I guess my point in sharing all of these is yes, a Proverbs 31 generous or a Proverbs 31 virtuous woman is generous. She's, you know, kind. She's God fearing. It literally says. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. Which is interesting to me. You know, it's like she can be honored. She can live an honorable life, an honorable lifestyle. Not a perfect one, but an honorable one. And part of that includes, you know, not only wisdom, not only generosity, not only kindness and patience and those things, but also... Financial savvy and strategy and, um, a work ethic and being a savvy investor and taking care of herself and these other things out of honor of the Lord. Like from my, from my posture, I think what ultimately matters, I think why we don't like to talk about these or don't often talk about these other character traits of a, of a virtuous woman is because we don't want it to be taken the wrong way and we don't want someone to think like, oh, well then, I'm just going to like, because quickly, you know, money can become an idol or self-care can become an idol or anything like that. But if our heart posture is in the place of, I am doing this out of service to the Lord, like the woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. That doesn't mean she's to be like glorified or put on a pedestal. The point is like, that is the example. That is the standard, right? And I think out of a fear of the Lord, a healthy fear of the Lord and 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 out of gratitude to the Lord, like she's... A really good steward and not afraid to make a profit, to be resourceful, to go the extra mile, to take care of herself so that she can be the woman she knows she needs to be. So I share all this just because, like I said, I don't think we focus on all aspects of it equally all the time. I'm not saying you don't, but sometimes that just doesn't seem to happen. And so I wanted to give you the full picture of what is a virtuous woman in addition to the other things that we already know about her, she's faithful, she's wise, she's generous, she's patient, all of this. But she's also able to be those things, and in addition to those things, is willing to take care of herself, is willing to make a profit, is a strategic investor, is a hard worker, you know, and, and has these other ways that she stewards her life and and enable which enables her to provide for her family, to be generous, to give out of her profits, you know, to reinvest, to create something that. Nourishes people. Like if you think about it, she's planting a vineyard, like she's creating, she's bearing fruit quite literally. And that might look very, very different in our lives, right? The way we provide value, not only to our households, but to the world might not be through a vineyard, might not be through wool and flax or fine linens, but there's ways we are called to do that. And so I just want to encourage you to think through like, how am I being resourceful? How am I going the extra mile? Am I taking care of myself so that I can go the extra mile and so that I can, you know, do those things? Am I, am, am I feeling weird about making a profit? How am I using my profits? Am I reinvesting those to yield a harvest, to build wealth for my family, for my community, to build a legacy? These are, I think, five important things to constantly and consistently think about to make sure that while you are focused on generosity and wisdom and faithfulness and these really important things that you also include and incorporate and try, try to grow in these other areas like financial savvy and work ethic and other things that may not come quite so naturally, or maybe that do come more naturally. And maybe on the flip side, you know, working on patience or generosity or kindness or faithfulness is what you need to work on. But I want to give you the full picture. So that's what we're here for today. I hope that this encouraged you. I hope that this inspired you and even challenged you to think, hmm, where could I grow? I'd love to hear from you. It makes me so happy to see you tuning into this show. So if you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of the show was by taking a screenshot of the episode you've tuned into and share it on your story. Tag me at Jordan Lee Dooley and tell me what your favorite quote or takeaway from today's show was so that I can see what's helping you and even feature what you share. This keeps me inspired and encouraged to keep creating new content And it's a great way to share something that your friends might love too. I can't wait to see you in Instagram world, my friend. Thanks for tuning in.
1: To learn more about the She Podcast or to get involved in Jordan's growing community, visit jordanleeduley.com. Thanks for joining in today. Until next time, remain committed to intentional choices that refine your heart, faith, health, and work because your story is much too important to settle for anything less.